This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. I'm Greg Elliott and this is Sport Today, a weekday sports news podcast designed to keep you on the ball. And I'm Gemma Ryan. It's Tuesday the 6th of April. In your Sport Today, finalists settled for the W League final and the Aussie women's cricket team set a new one-day international record. Plus, Mitchell Pearce is out injured for Newcastle and Ash Barty retains her title at the Miami Open. All right, let's dive in. After a big couple of semi-finals in the W League, we've now got Sydney FC and Melbourne Victory heading to the final this coming Saturday, April 11. Melbourne Victory took out Brisbane Raw 6-2 on Sunday, Gemma, led by a pretty solid attacking approach from veteran Lisa Devana alongside Melina Ayres. Yeah, they really dominated. Devana took two goals and Ayres scored a hat-trick. Melbourne will be facing off against Sydney FC, who beat Canberra United 3-0 yesterday, Arvo. Sydney are the youngest ever minor premiers in the W League, with an average player age of only 22 years old, Greg, after the league's decision not to focus on international level players this season. All this young talent should bode well for the Matildas in a couple of years. Speaking of the Matildas, this might sound like we're on repeat gem. Sam Kerr has again scored a hat-trick for Chelsea over in the UK's Super League. This puts her at the top of the Super League goal scorers for the season with 17 goals. Sounds like she's in good form ahead of the Aussies taking on Germany from midnight Saturday Sydney time. The Australian women's cricket team equaled the record of consecutive one-day international wins back in October last year. On Sunday, Gemma, they broke it. Yeah, 22 wins in a row, Greg. It's massive. The Aussies beat New Zealand convincingly in their first of three one-days over in New Zealand with six wickets to spare. Alyssa Healy, Elise Perry and Ash Gardner starred with the bat while Megan Shute and Nicola Carey led the bowling. It's a streak that began with a win against India back in 2018. Many commentators thought the record set in 2003 by the Aussie men's team, captained by Ricky Ponting, would never be broken. Ponting's come out and said it's a brilliant achievement and he hopes their streak continues for a long time to come. The women's team, led by Captain Meg Lanning, will have a chance to extend the record tomorrow in the second game against New Zealand. We should also mention the Australia v New Zealand women's T20 wrapped up as well prior to the start of the ODIs. That was one game apiece leading into Thursday's third and deciding game. However, it was washed out meaning it's the first time the Aussies haven't come away with a T20 series win since late 2017, Jim. Big weekend of footy, Gem. In the NRL, the Parramatta Eels remain undefeated after beating the West Tigers last night, and we had a couple of try-scoring records equaled. Melbourne Storm fullback Ryan Pappenhausen scored four tries on Friday in their win over the Brisbane Broncos. Remarkably, they all happened within 11 minutes. It equals the most tries by a Storm player in a game. For the Sydney Roosters, Brett Morris has scored nine tries in the opening four rounds, equaling that record. It's not bad for a bloke who turns 36 this year, Greg. The Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs, on the other hand, have equaled a less glamorous record. Their 16 points total across the first four rounds is the least of any team since 1928. 
In other NRL news, the Newcastle Knights will lose halfback and former captain Mitchell Pearce for 10 weeks with a pectoral strain after their loss to the Dragons on Sunday. It's a key loss for Newcastle, who already lost several star players to injury. And over in the AFLW, we now know our preliminary finalists. Melbourne will take on Adelaide after beating Fremantle on Saturday and Collingwood will play Brisbane after they knocked out North Melbourne. The winners will go through to the grand final on the weekend of April 17th and 18th. The exact date hasn't been set yet, though. Speaking of AFL, there was a spectacular grab from Lee and Ryan over in the men's Gemma. The West Coast forward took what some commentators and fans are calling the mark of the year. He flew very high. We'll put a link in the episode notes so you can check it out. As might be expected from a four-day weekend, we've got plenty of other non-footy highlights from the weekend in sport. Of course, it was hard to miss Ash Barty successfully defending her Miami Open title. Gem, she was in the lead when her opponent, Bianca Andrescu went down with an injury and had to retire. Yep, that cemented Barty's number one world ranking where she's entering her 70th week. And while there has been some criticism of the rankings freeze that helped keep her there, she says that with all the work she's been doing, she feels she does deserve to be at the top of the rankings, saying she can't control what anyone else says or thinks about her. Speaking of Aussie women kicking butt, Molly Taylor, the only ever female winner of the Australian Rally Championship, has taken out the inaugural Extreme E off-road racing series in Saudi Arabia alongside her driving partner, Swedish Johan Christofferson. If you've not heard of Extreme E before, well, like we said, it's off-road. It's a racing series that uses electric vehicles in five specifically chosen locations around the world with the aim of raising awareness for climate change. Each team must have a male and female driver, and it aims to have a net zero carbon footprint at the end of its first season, Greg. That's a big aim, Jim. Continuing the trend, Australia's top-ranked female pro cyclist Grace Brown has finished third in the Women's Tour of Flanders race. That's only a few weeks after taking out another big European race in Belgium, the Brugge de Pana in Bruges. She says although she went there to win, she's happy with reaching the podium and will be back again next year. Looking a little more locally, a decade after he managed a narrow second place, Edward Ware has finally lifted Victoria's Stoll gift trophy and Hayley Orman took out the women's. Greg, the Stoll is Australia's oldest and richest short-distance foot race in Australia, so they each pocket 40k for their wins. Catch This is our daily look at the stuff people are talking about from an epic sporting moment, an obscure sport update, or an event to pop in your calendar. Gemma, the Doha Grand Prix for the MotoGP happened on Sunday. That's the motorcycle racing. And Aussie Jack Miller has been accused of making contact intentionally at 200Ks an hour. Defending world champ Joan Mir said Miller shoulder barged him in retaliation to some accidental contact he made earlier with Miller on the same lap. The incident has been reviewed by officials and no further action has been taken. We'll put a link in the episode notes so you can have a look for yourself. High-speed thrills, Jim. <laughs> and almost high-speed spills as well. <laughs> so today is D-Day for finding out if New Zealand is going to open up that much-anticipated travel bubble. So my catch is for today is holding out for Jacinda Ardern's announcement. There's a good number of trans-Tasman sports that will be impacting if it opens up. So aside from any potential New Zealand holidays, that's what I'll be watching out for today, Greg. Yep, <laughs> big news. That's all from us here at Sport Today. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you like what we're doing, please give us a follow on whichever podcasting app you're using and we'll catch you tomorrow. Tomorrow.